Hello everyone, this is Vince Hollywood Kelvin. I am thrilled today because this is the first official interview of the upcoming Cosmic Code Convention, June 27, 28, 29, and 30th in Hollywood. It's, for those who are familiar with it, the newest rendition of what started as the PUA World Summit in 2007, then evolved to become the GSLR, and more recently is geared exclusively towards elite members. And uh, the lineup of gurus is surreal. It's four entire days, the venues, the locations, out of this world. Uh, and I'm here today for the first time in two years. He will be here, or maybe even over two years, in person in America with uh, the person that I consult when I seek advice, which is on a weekly basis. It's been about ever since we met that I uh, turned to Frank for guidance, for advice. Frank White, the world's greatest dark sorcerer. How are you, Frank? I'm doing phenomenal. Uh, amazing shift. Hard to describe, but uh, the world's going to benefit from it, for sure. Yeah, you, you say it. It's hard to describe. For me, there's a life before we started to work together, and I'm a person who my entire adult life, I did self-help work, spiritual work, you name it, uh, and life after I started to work with you, because once there's that awareness of spirit, nothing is ever the same. It's a liberation from the bondage of the world into something that's greater that makes more sense. Sometimes it's fascinating because it's the complete opposite thinking of uh, what we had learned from the world prior. And uh, it's something that I, I wish everybody can uh, experience. So I don't want to limit you with any of my questions. Um, at the same time, so... For anyone who is, well, you know what, never mind those who are not aware of the work, because I know that by now uh, pretty much everybody uh, whom I'm coaching is familiar with your work. So, uh, Frank, what's, uh, what's essential in working with spirits? You know, I think the the crisis that a lot of people find themselves in, and I'm, I'm speaking about mass consciousness, like uh, what, what, what humanity or people are going through on a mass scale is really a spiritual crisis. I don't think it's a, it's a crisis of uh, values. I don't think it's a crisis of uh, identity or, you know, any of those things or economy. I, I think it is, a it is a spiritual crisis. It is a spiritual crisis. I mean, when we look objectively at the world and statistics and data, we can see that the world is in a very good place, much be a much better place than, let's say, uh, three generations before us, right? Overall, it's improving, but still people feel a, um, an emptiness, a lack, you know? And uh, the crisis is really spiritual, like I said. And uh, see, as we, as we reach the limits of what our analytical mind or our understanding that we have as an individual, as an ego, as we reach those limits, we are humbled 
all of us are on a constant basis, which is the learning process of life. We meet a situation where we just where we realize that that we can't handle it with our own abilities anymore. Even uh, reaching out to friends at that point is is is, is useless. So. I will call it a wake-up call from your higher self because what you will realize at that point, what many people realize, is that once they open themselves up to a force that is greater than themselves, which is available to all of us at all times, it is a shift of consciousness. And, you know, I'm not trying to make that abstract because a lot of people who have not experienced that will will think that this is some sort of... uh, riddle that they have to solve with their with their intellect it is not it is a shift in consciousness an actual physiological and 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 uh mental shift and at that point we have access to wisdom that is way greater than what we have as a human being because we are actually more than that we are spirit uh that that is having a physical experience and is experiencing through a physical vessel so this is this is what what is necessary to to work with spirits. It is usually well. Some of us experience that earlier. Some of us experience that later. I experienced it quite early on. But most people that come to spirituality and the occult and then witchcraft in in particular come at it or come to it when they are ready. Meaning they have found no other solutions in the outside world to their crisis, whatever that may look like. And at that point, they are ready to open themselves to, uh, self up to a new or greater reality. You know? And uh, I've, uh, I've, I've, start, I've started to realize that where people I – mean, I, I usually thought that people are kind of like um, – you know, most people that come to me, I'm a, I'm a professional sorcerer. I, I, I do rituals and help people with, with their problems in life. And always, I wonder why people come to me when they're almost, when it's almost too late. You know, it's, it's, they're almost unhelpable. <laughs> and, you know, this is when they actually try out witchcraft or, um, uh, you know, uh, reaching out to spirits. And now I realize that it isn't actually that. The being has to be ready to accept a greater reality. And, um, this takes, um, it's threatening to the identity of the individual, specifically in our culture, right, where, where everything is kind of like, um, it, it's, it's supposed to be able to be handled through uh, science, you know, through all the, all the um, you know, education and all of that that we have. But some things can't be handled uh, with, with that. And there is a world beyond that. And, uh, we have to have a reason to really tap into that. And unfortunately, that usually comes through crisis. But, I mean, who knows if it's unfortunate or not. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just what it is, I guess. You know, the, the being or the individual only learns through, uh, through crisis. Now, what it takes now, is an openness to a greater reality. Yeah, go ahead. So, so let's talk more about that openness, Frank, because one of the challenges I think that many encounter when they seek spiritual solutions is that in the world, most spiritual solutions seem to be of a, a shrinking of possibilities where there's a lot of judgment, there's a lot of do's and don't do's. And uh, when, in fact, in working with you, the opposite happens, you know, more becomes possible. 
uh, the spectrum is much broader. But initially, it's easy for people to have a misconception to think that if they become spiritual, they will have less or they will be able to not be able to have as much fun and so on. And my experience in working with you has been the exact opposite. So what can one do to really open their minds to know that it's not at all the restrictions of religion or any of those other dogma-based bullshit type of things? Okay. Well, I forgot who exactly said it, but it's a quote by a very wise man uh, where he said that you can measure... um, the, uh, the 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 level of the individual, or you can measure the power of the individual by their ability to control their environment. Right? See, I see zero difference between uh, spiritual knowledge, mundane knowledge, occult knowledge, whatever you want to call it. It's just knowledge, and and knowledge is supposed to empower the individual. Right? That's uh, that's why it is useful to acquire it now. It is my belief that we should all strive for better survival, and survival can take on the form of, of biological survival, you know, mental survival, emotional survival, spiritual survival, beyond whatever. It is. My point is this: uh, as as you begin to see occult powers, occult forces, and then working with with spirit as an extension of your survival mechanism you uh, begin to access something that, is, uh, that, that, le- that, that removes all restrictions. You know? And let me try to clarify that more. Let's say somebody is in a situation where they have to protect their family. And usually they're a very um, peace-loving person, and uh, um, they wouldn't hurt a fly, but in the situation there's a, there's a violent threat against their family. And you will see people switch, and they will turn into the most brutal and most um, brave fighters you can imagine. And in a way, this is an instinct. And when you connect that instinct to um, the application of working with spirits, which is uh, where, uh, let's say, demonic magic comes into play a lot, uh, a lot of those uh, limitations will just fall away because it is either survive or s- cease to exist. So um, all these limitations that, that one might find, and I know exactly what you, what you mean, like the restrictions, like, oh, I'm spiritual now, I can't do this, I can't do that. It almost seems like a prison that people build around themselves, a prison of, of their own beliefs, but it's just replacing one prison, which is uh, like scientism or not believing in anything supernatural at all, just replacing it with another one where they're, uh, where they're not allowed to do this and that and this and that. Now, I believe that once you connect to that survival instinct, which is where you kind of like a frequency where you're already in touch with, uh, let's say, demonic or um, nature spirits, at that point, the restrictions are totally off. And all the stories that you will hear about... Uh, you know, things being thrown around, like the direct connection and the direct evidence of spiritual influence in the physical world is always connected to those types of spirits. So it's really a matter of mindset. How do you view this? How do you approach this art? And I know I'm, I'm like, I'm speaking from a, from a, 
from a practical point of view right now. And in a way, I just gave people the blueprint on like how to make this happen themselves, how to use witchcraft in a practical way where we'll get, get them results. But for those who haven't had any experiences yet and then just see it as, a, as something that interests them, I tell them that there should be no difference between your spirituality and your mundane life. Otherwise, you, you know, I mean, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a religion. And a religion is not authentic spirituality. Spirituality is part of life. It's part of you. Just like sex and, 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 and spirituality shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be separated. That's my answer. Frank, you said a moment ago that some people, they almost come when it's too late. At the standpoint of spirit, infinity, is there such a thing as, oh, that person, it wasn't planned that way, or does all happen as it's supposed to happen? Is it a human misconception to feel sometimes, if only I had done this sooner, or any such way of thinking? Or can it indeed be that somewhere, somehow, it wasn't supposed to be that way and the person goofed? Or is it that we have multiple choices, but they're all sorry, equal in the, in the eyes of spirit? Well, <clears throat> um, there are two parts to this, to, this, uh, to this answer. Now, my personal belief is this, my personal experiences that I, of course, can verify and have validated uh, you know, many, many times. It is, it is indeed a uh, sort of like a pre-planned simulation, you could say, like all of reality, including the spirit world and the physical world and all of that, I believe that it is truly like there, there is a, uh, a singularity where it's all moving towards. So there is, there, there seems to be some sort of plan, some sort of intelligence that is orchestrating all of it. Yeah. But um, for practical life, that is really insignificant because whether it is or not, um, besides experience, it's really hard to prove to the individual, you see. So for practical um, living, it is really insignificant. And for, for your practical rituals also, it's really not that, like, when I'm, when I'm talking about practical rituals, it means, like, influencing your, uh, you know, direct life circumstances, you know, and uh, depending on your sphere of influence, that will differ. But let's say what, what you... What is it in your communication lines, you could say? What is part of your communication lines? For that, like, in order to influence that, it is really insignificant if, this is a, if there is a big plan or a bigger plan or a destiny or whatnot. So we are here at a certain level of consciousness where, you, where we have to figure things out. We have to figure things out for ourselves um, because that's the situation that we find ourselves in. Now, uh, it is my belief and my experience that I always did better when I confronted the challenge uh, and specifically seeking out that which scared me the most. We all have some, something that makes us feel extremely uncomfortable. Now, um, the old, one of the oldest sayings, so one of the oldest teachings in the occult is, as within, so without. So anything in your experience is, in fact, energetically connected to you. Now, meditation and different uh, trances, you can experience that even clearer. And <clears throat> what that means is that 
as you, when you feel uncomfortable, you are, uh, or not, not feeling uncomfortable, but, but when you feel restricted or feeling that you haven't handled one part of your life, it is about you growing. So the, the, the formula that I found in a way, and that works for me very well, is always to seek that out which scares me the most. What scares me the most in my experience and then go for it and, a- and analyze it and then grow past that. And uh, the benefits of that are, it, it's really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. But then again, I think the world is way too obsessed with pleasure anyways. So I think what, what people could really benefit from is understanding the value of struggle, the value of, of going through uncomfortable situations, but then growing in the process. It's kind of like a workout, you know. Um, the workout itself is not necessarily pleasurable, but the process is important. And I think the same can be applied to spiritual growth, to the growth in your power. And, and on the other side, there's realization. That is the, that is the reward, realization, insight, and wisdom. And uh, there's a difference between knowledge and consciousness, right? There's a difference between knowledge and consciousness. And the only way to gain consciousness and expansion of consciousness is to have to go through through a challenge and uh, and I'm I'm not always doing it perfectly but I strive to do that and I really I really seek that out I really seek experiences out uh, specifically spiritual experiences uh, that are all of course reflected in my in my my life my, my physical life them too but uh, yeah, challenges, challenges, and uh, it's a. I think it's a great way to do that. You know, escapism is is not the way to go. Yeah. Wow, Frank, uh, genuinely, your work, the answers that we're hearing right now, it's absolutely mind blowing and constant evolution. Uh, evolution, you know, uh, uh, in the two and a half years that I've known you, I mean, you refine constantly. That's your rate of evolution is absolutely uh, phenomenal. So, so thank you for all the gifts that you bring. I know that you already answered the question that I'm about to ask because in working with you and working with spirit through you, I often realize that <clears throat> we could easily obsess about seeking a solution and we don't hear the answer. So I, I know at a personal level that everything you have said since the beginning of this conversation today applies for my next question. Yet, I still want to ask it because I know the listeners might be in that situation. Now, it would be easy also to think, uh, to come at it the wrong, the wrong way. You know, as a, as a hypnotist for many years, I know a lot of people would seek hypnosis because they thought that it would be an easy way, like a, sh- a shortcut, like it wouldn't take effort. They didn't want the effort. So it's easy to also think, okay, now I'm, gonna, I'm working with spirit. Everything's going to be perfect. But it's a, it's a process. It's a path. So what about for people who are engaged in that path, who are working with spirit, who are enriching themselves spiritually, what further recommendations would you have? What would be some pitfalls to watch out for and also uh, things to pay attention to, to focus on, to expedite the uh, evolution. Um, yeah, specifically the effort thing. Um, 
that's that's very important. Mm-hmm. I think there's no position in life, and um, and in fact, that would include spiritual existence as well. There's none of that without any kind of challenges. Okay, Bill Gates has money problems. Okay, it's just different money problems than, than uh, me and you or the bummer, and the, and the the homeless person has different money problems than us. Right, so. Um, you know, the, the point that I'm trying to make is that there is no place in existence without challenges, okay? Now, if anyone listening to this who bought into the, the idea that you could go through life without challenges, I'm sorry, grow the fuck up, okay? That's not going to happen ever. <laughs> and see, um, this life or existence itself is about growth and learning. It's, it's about having experiences, and gathering, yeah, gathering, gathering experiences and, and, and extrapolating knowledge, and through that knowledge, uh, then, then gain consciousness, expansion of consciousness. Wisdom is the whole, that's the game, okay? It's about acquiring wisdom. That's existence. Now, um, mindsets and tools and techniques make you more powerful in, in accomplishing uh, certain feats. But it is, it is the nature of existence that uh, you're, you're just going to face a different level of problems, you see. Well, when you, when you were three years old, you weren't as intelligent as you are right now. You weren't as capable as you are right now, but you had your problems, and they were very real, okay? Your bottle dropped or something, and that was a big deal, Right? Now, you can handle that easily, but you have different problems, okay? Now, tool, witchcraft is a technology. It's, it's, it's something that allows you to connect to um, spirits and, and manipulate energies in a way where you can accomplish something in the external world that is otherwise impossible or uh, much, much harder to do, okay? Now that doesn't mean that all your problems stop, okay? Because once that, look, once that situation arises, like I, I got a lot of clients that come to me for a love spell, right? I do a love spell for them. They get the person and then uh, they run into a different problem because, you know, that relationship brings problems with it. You know, everything that you want brings sacrifice. Or they, they, I get them that job through, through a ritual and now they, they're in that situation to face a different type of problem. So if anyone believes that uh, magic is going to erase problems in their life, uh, I'm sorry. But even, you know, you being a billionaire tomorrow is not going to erase all your problems. You're, gonna, you're still going to have problems, even in that area of, 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 of wealth, right? So <clears throat> the, the right mindset is this. For everybody, you know, stop avoiding pain. And stopping to, you know, stop avoiding pain, stopping avoiding the pain is already half of going through it or half of overcoming it. The moment you stop avoiding a situation, you have already, like, half the way of overcoming it is already done. You know, pain or, like, the resistance to pain causes suffering. It's not the pain itself. The pain can be handled. But running away from it is the worst thing. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the bad part. So confront, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I know I'm ranting, I'm going a little bit off course, but what I'm saying here is this. 
Magic is a technology that can help you accomplish more. It's like uh, the, the invention of the wheel, okay? Since we got wheels, we can do more in a short amount of time, but it doesn't mean we're, we, we don't have problems anymore. That's not the nature of existence. Growth uh, requires that you go through challenges. And the same applies to the spiritual power. The same applies to magic. And uh, <clears throat> I, would, I would guess that any adult has realized that by now. That, um, <clears throat> let me tell you a little story, okay? Um, my Reiki master, the, uh, my, the lady that initiated, initiated me into all three degrees of, of Reiki, recently was attacked spiritually. Now, she's not a witch, you know, she's like an energy healer and whatnot, but she called me in the middle of the night uh, and was absolutely terrified, absolutely terrified, which is totally, uh, like, it's, it's, that's not her, okay? So I got really, really worried, like, what, what's going on? She's like, come here, come here now. Okay, I, go, I went there, and she opened the door, she, like, her face was different. She was just so scared, okay? Now, I entered the house. The energy there was absolutely terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Like, you move in, you, you know that, right? You go into certain places and you feel, like, creepiness. This is like creepiness times 100, times 1,000. Yeah, I went in there, and she told me, go into the living room. Go into the living room. Now, she had seen the doll, that there was a doll in the room. The doll was actually speaking to her, and she had an entity there that was sent to her by, uh, by a voodoo priestess. Okay. Uh, to, to, like, they got into a dispute about like, how to use spirituality, and then the voodoo priestess was like, I'm going to teach you a lesson. And she sent her a, a, a little demon that was supposed to terrify her and to haunt her, and it did. Okay, now, she doesn't know how to handle these things, so she called me, and I did that, uh, and uh, I had to exercise that little imp, uh, and, uh, and was, you know, thankfully I was able to get rid of this thing. Um, now, what I'm saying is this. Yes, I can do all kinds of things. You know, people pay me to tell them the future, okay? So is that, is that some fucking amazing shit? Yeah, yeah. That's, it's like a superpower. Yeah. Can I do rituals to make something happen? Can I influence people? Can I do this and that? Yes. But guess what? My life is full of problems. Of course, I've got to handle problems every day. Just by virtue of having that power, new problems are created. Just by virtue of other people knowing that I can do that, I run into problems. Okay? Now, the bottom line is this. And let me answer your question now once and for all. The challenges will never stop, and they're, they're not supposed to. We're supposed to grow. Every single day, we're supposed to grow, and without challenges, there's no growth. This game is not about pleasure. This game is not necessarily about getting what you want. Well, you could and you should get what you want. You should have goals. You should go for what makes you happy, but understand that, it's not, that that's not the, the purpose of the game. The purpose of the game is growth and wisdom, and when you approach life like that and understand that pain is part of life, half of the battle is already won because I think most people are just struggling with the idea that life 
could be painful. How could it not be painful? It's life. You're sustaining your physical body against all the fucking, all these, all these germs and all these viruses that are trying to kill you, you know? So, <laughs> and nature is set up to kill you. That's what it is. You know, life is supposed to be a battle. Life's supposed to be a struggle. But as soon as you accept that and take on a warrior mentality, you're going to change, and life actually takes on the quality of an adventure, and that's what we want. Okay, so that's my answer. It's a little, it was a little bit long, but that's, I truly believe that. Truly believe that. Every part of it counted and uh, contributed. So that is phenomenal. And I think in the end, the, perhaps one thing that needs to be reexamined is the nominal, nominalization of uh, perceiving it as pain and in and, and the process we're used to to sort out, oh, this is good, this is bad, I hope this, I hope not that. And it's, it's time to kind of re-nominalize all of that to perceive it. Like, you know, you gave me the idea today, Frank, what I'm going to do is whatever I'm, I'm doing, if it's unpleasant or I'm wrestling or struggling with it, instead of telling people the nature of my struggle, I'm just going to say, I'm accumulating wisdom right now. How are you doing? I'm accumulating wisdom. <laughs> so, I love that. I love uh, that. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, accumulating wisdom. <laughs> so, wow, uh, Frank, I, I have, I had more questions. Maybe if that's okay with you, I would love, love, love to do a part two with you, to make the exception because I, I have more questions. I'd like to tell everybody about so the Cosmic Code Convention. It's first and foremost a very exclusive experience. You know, I have done throughout the years seven day training, the model that was featured on CNN as well as Sky TV, seven days, we start in the desert and then we go to Las Vegas and the relocation and so on, that's extremely important. And then for over a decade now, to be more specific, 12 entire years, I've produced the biggest conventions at the level of love, uh, spirituality, seduction, success. All combined. What's very unique is that we, for example, the most recent one we had, we went from an adult film production set to a sanctuary in Hollywood like no other. Now, most opportunities you have to grow in life, uh, they will take you only in one direction. Uh, when was the last time you went to church and they said, great, next we're going to learn from a gentleman who made the unique choice to be an adult film producer and we're going to visit his studio to see how they operate and pick his mindset. Not in a million years, uh, vice versa. Okay, so that, the uniqueness is that we really go in all possible directions. So first, uh, Frank White is there in person for the first time in over two years. My spiritual brother, who also consults with Frank White, AZD, Rajdekar, motherfucking Divazar, myself, Vince Kelvin, we have Tony Dillinger, Catherine Allman, the uh, therapist that's also a incredible dating, tantric dating expert. Uh, we also have Yogi Chris, who is a yogi. Uh, we have Hypnotica, the legend, uh, a hypnotist like no other... And the list goes on. Your best bet is to click on the link that comes with this recording. If you look in the description, click on the link. Do it promptly because we only admit 33 participants. Uh, I've planned 
the model of seven-day exclusive training, a small group of people who train them almost like warrior, like you said, or military style, and the big flashy venues in Hollywood. We have blended both, and uh, it's the cosmic code convention for the evolution of the human condition and experience, the enrichment of the human experience and condition. And that's in Hollywood, uh, the 27, 28, 29, and 30th of uh, June. So get your tickets early so you can arrange your traveling. We are down to probably about a ton of this recording, 20 spots left. Uh, it's VIP only. Uh, we spent time in a mansion, uh, the most exclusive locations, and it's four entire days at an epic theater also in Hollywood. And uh, the benefit of the most recent one was surreal because uh, 12 gurus, you know, uh, 33 participants, and four entire days, and the constant relocation impacted everybody so tremendously. So, Frank, you impacted my life, you know. I got to thank you because uh, when we were wrestling and struggling with my mom's health condition, I consulted with you. You made that so much easier for us to know what decision to make and so on. Uh, you also assisted in my girlfriend getting the daughter, uh, her daughter uh, back to the custody of the daughter. Uh, you've helped me with so many girls throughout the years. Uh, health matter, no matter what it is, you've helped me to specifically target some Hollywood people to turn it into Hollywood TV stuff and so on. And I'm actually scheduled to have a session with you right now, so I'm excited to see uh, where you take it today to the next level. And thank you, everybody, for listening. More to come. Frank, I would love to do a part two with you. Please. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs>